Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. The world today needs hope. The world looks for hope in so many different ways. Sometimes it's if their business is uh, successful, Sometimes they look for it in a relationship. Some of these women are looking for hope in a man. Come on, somebody, you're looking in the wrong place. Um, But we can find hope in Jesus, right? It might seem gloomy, but we have hope because we have our heart on the Lord. But hope, really, it's an invisible essential. And if you don't have hope, really life loses meaning. You know, have you ever seen somebody like that? Well, I got to tell you, there was a a moment in my life I felt really hopeful about something. I was out on our ranch. My parents bought uh, for the ministry a 118-acre farm, and we decided, I was in sixth grade, we decided we were going to do our own Jurassic Park uh, dinosaur hunt. I'm not kidding. And we were like, today, we're going to find a dinosaur's. So we got a Southern seed bag, a burlap, enormous bag, and we went out on a hunt. And all of a sudden, no kidding, we found a white piece of bone coming out of the ground. Now in the sixth grade, we were like, oh my gosh, this has got to be a dinosaur. And we dug the entire thing up. We laid it on the ground. He was holding, my friend Anthony was holding one. I was holding one. They were as big as we were. We're like, we're going to be rich. This is the answer to prayer. This is it. We drug all the bones back in the Southern seed bag that we could dig up uh, in a few hours that we were out there only to have our bubble bursted by a staff member who said, they're not dinosaurs. That is a cow that we killed and ate last year. And you kids just dug up the cow. As a kid, I I was like, I was ready to call the Smithsonian. I mean, I thought the newspaper was going to come down. I mean, it was like a fantastic find until I found out it wasn't what I thought it was. How many of you guys have ever found something and you found out that once you got to see it, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be? You know, maybe a relationship, maybe a job. How many of you gone into a job and when you first walked in, you're like, wow, they're amazing. And then you got to know them for a while and it just wasn't what you were thinking. You know, maybe, like I said, maybe you were in school or you met a friend. How many of you guys have met another woman that you thought, oh, finally, somebody I could count on and it ended up not being what you're looking for? Well, sometimes what happens is shattered hope kind of hits you smack in between the eyes and kind of knocks you completely out. And that's kind of what happened to me that day. But when hope dies, unfortunately, some people stay in this moment of grief. Um, I've had ideas that I thought, this is it. And then it kind of blows up in your face, right? Um, So hope dies, people grieve, but the key is not staying there. When things look bad, we need to put our trust in the Lord, okay? Say, I need to put my trust in the Lord. 
in Daniel chapter six, here's Daniel, right? Um, and he is the king's most trusted and distinguished servant. And he's positioned over the entire kingdom. He's got a lot of favor. And all of a sudden, there were some people that didn't like him. They were totally infuriated. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to set him up. Have you ever felt set up? Have you ever felt set up at work? Have you ever felt like, man, I was just trying to do the right thing. And like these people totally came against me. Well, that's what happens here. And so... The Bible says in Daniel chapter six that they're so jealous, they decide to dig up some dirt about Daniel. How many of you know jealousy will do crazy things? Have you ever seen jealousy in action? Jealous can do some mean, mean things, right? How, how many of you can truly say, you know, a moment you've been jealous? Don't be lying to me. I think we've all had a moment where we have felt jealous. So these guys... They're totally upset and angry at him, but Daniel was a man of integrity. I wonder if that word really sinks in with you. When you've lost everything, how many of you know your name and integrity is super important? Like your credit. If you don't have good credit, you can't get a home. You can't get a car. You can't get certain jobs if you don't have good credit. Well, for Daniel, he had a reputation of integrity. And so although his enemies looked hard, they couldn't find a single thing that he was doing wrong. So the jealous guys, they end up shifting their plan. They move on to flattery. They go to the king and they said, King, you're amazing. And here's what we propose is that everybody needs to bow down and worship you. And if they don't, they should be killed. They should be thrown into the lion's den. And so how slick, people are slick, right? So they were like, okay, I can't tear him down. I'm going to set him up. See, if you've ever been set up, maybe you're doing awesome things for Christ. Maybe the enemy sees you as a threat. And so he wants to set you up, right? So these guys, they decide they're going to set him up. And they set up this law that anybody who disobeyed this law would be thrown into the hungry lions. And so it creates a dilemma for Daniel. There's been times in my life where I, I kind of went to the Lord like, gosh, God, you know, we were givers. We were tithers. You know, we, you know, I sacrifice for you. I come to prayer. I'm involved in Bible college or I go to church. Why is this happening? Right? That's our temptation. So Daniel... Of course, he prays to God and he has to go to the lion's den. You guys know the story. And the king tells Daniel, of course, he sees that he doesn't get eaten, right? And so the next day, the king tells him, may your God whom you serve continually rescue you. How many of you know that God will rescue you over and over and over and over again? How many of you have been there? Sometimes we look at problems that are so big and we're like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get over this? And if you would just look behind you, you can remember a time that God brought you through something. So that verse says that may your God whom serve you, may he continually to rescue you because more and more challenges are going to come. The story ends at the power of Daniel's well-placed hope 
is seen because he stays focused on the Lord. Have you guys ever seen like horses and they have these little blinders? But when you have blinders, okay, it helps us to stay focused. I will dare say that most of our problems happen when we take our eyes off the Lord and we put it on our problems. If you would stay with these blinders and you would just say, Lord, it looks crazy over here. It looks crazy over here, but I'm going to stay focused on you. Now, the minute you let one of those down, you're like, look at what they're doing. Look at what so-and-so is doing. And we start complaining and whining. So I want to encourage you in this season, put your eyes on God and not on all the distraction around you. God ends up being honored because Daniel continues to pray to him no matter how bleak the situation is. That is truly what hope is. And by the way, those guys that threw him in the lion's den end up getting thrown in the den and tore up themselves. So if you have anybody coming against you, if there's anybody giving you a hard time, let me give you a little truth, okay? God will take care of you. Let Don't try to pay back. Okay, no paybacks, no being mean, no tripping somebody in the lunch line. How many of you know as women, we know how to be mean? Oof, oof, <laughs> girls are crazy, right? You know how to do it. You know how to tell somebody off with just that look. You get that little mean look. You know what I'm talking about? Girls, we can be mean, but you don't have to fight that battle. Jesus will take care of it. God is going to take care of it. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So stop wasting your energy on getting back at that man that hurt you. And every conversation, we drag his name through the mud, right? Release it and know that God is going to fight your battles just the way he fought Daniel's. I got a question. What keeps you from hoping? What keeps you from hoping? Are you afraid that somebody might laugh at you? You know, sometimes uh, we won't try anything new. Uh, you may have a business idea. You may have uh, an idea of doing some kind of craft, maybe painting, maybe doing something. Um, how many of you know that sometimes fear will hold us back? What keeps you from hoping? Okay. Because the reality is that even... If somebody does laugh at you, what's really the worst thing that can happen? I would say um, fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown. So fear, right? Yeah. Not yep. knowing what the outcome would be? Yes. What What holds you back, Sandra? The, the fear of failure. You're right. Yeah. The fear of like, can I even do it? But, but unless you start doing it, then you can't get over it. Somebody else, you know, what is holding you back, Sonia? Well, past failures. Past failures. Yeah, mm -hmm. like it didn't work out before. So, something that didn't, decision you made, it didn't work out. And so you're not confident in your decision making because of past failures. So you're holding back. Anybody else? Yes, go ahead, Donna. Missed opportunity and age sometimes. You know, you kind of feel like your seasons pass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How many of you guys have ever been wounded? <laughs> and when you get wounded, you're like, whoo, I'm not going back there. Uh, and then negative thoughts. See, so look, all of these things have something in common. And if we're listening, the common denominator is fear. And what happens is fear gets a hold of us and we begin to tell ourselves all the reasons why it won't work out. 
But I want to encourage you and let you know that, you know, fear and faith cannot coexist. They're like oil and water. So when fear begins to talk in one ear, amen, we have to let our faith talk in the other and let that voice be the loudest. God has so much for each and every one of you to do. You have a calling, you have a purpose. Look, God has given us talents. So I want to encourage you not to let hope die. And no matter what you're facing, I mean, Daniel was facing death. Okay. Daniel was facing a situation where truly he had to put his hope in the Lord and they throw him into this place. It really was a one way. It was a no return, but he put it faith and hope in Christ. And so when you have something that you're facing, I want to encourage you to put your faith and hope in Christ and allow him. The Bible says that our word, the word of God will light your path, right? So the word of God will show us where to go. And the Holy Spirit in you is going to be the voice that whispers to you. You guys have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us. It is like having a fancy car when you're saved and you never use the bells and whistles. So the Holy Spirit is the inside. He's what makes it possible. And sometimes we just think we're on this path alone and we don't realize that the power of the Holy Spirit will show us. Amen. Take your concerns to God. He has a plan, a place, or a person that is already there to help you. And he still is in the miracle business. How many of you know that God still works in miracles? And so what if your fear of hope causes you to miss out? Many of us are missing out on what God has for us because our fear is writing the rest of the story. And God wants to write. You see, God still wants to finish off chapters in your life. How many of you know God's not done with you? See, we have our, to this point, story. But tomorrow, God wants to keep on writing. He's got great things for you. He's got doors that he wants to open for you. People he wants to align you with. So we don't want to let fear stop God from writing our story. So here's your dare, okay? The D and dare is decide. You can resolve to hope before you feel it. If you have buried your hope, decide to unearth it. We're going to dig it out. Um, and the feelings will come after the action. Don't let people or circumstances or past failures hold you back from trying again. I want you to tell yourself, I will begin again. I will start again. The A in dare would be allow. God's going to use someone. Why not let it be you? Why would God not want to use you? You're the one that God has been waiting for. So accept the gifts, talents, abilities, and opportunities. So I have gifts, I have talents, I have abilities, and opportunities. The R in DARE is reclaim your hope. Reclaim, okay? Every January when we say we're going to lose weight, we're reclaiming our body, okay? We got to reclaim our hope and let it rise up in you. Don't crush it. Some of us are our worst enemies. I can't do that. It didn't work out for me before. And God's going, I need you. Don't run from it and don't hide. E, enjoy. Hope-filled people are happy people. 
Happy is a choice. So the last one is enjoy. Hope-filled people are happy. Why are we happy? Because our hope is in Jesus. We have a reason to be happy. Sometimes in the flesh, I don't feel happy, right? <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. But if I will change, if I'll put my blinders back on and I put my focus on the Lord and I allow the Holy Spirit to just give me strength when I am weak, I can tell you, and if I begin to just worship him, the joy of the Lord just starts coming out. Amen. Just starts filling you and it fills the atmosphere. But you got to tell yourself, I am happy. We have a reason to be happy. The Bible says that one day we're going to be with him. I mean, that's pretty darn cool. We're going to have eternity with Jesus. So don't get caught up in the temporal things of this earth, but put your focus in the Lord. Amen. Hey, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. God bless you. And always remember, when you put your trust in God, He will fuel your faith. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.